0: Hey, my name is Kelsey, and this is When I Grow Up, a podcast all about the lessons we would tell our younger selves, plus the stories of everyday people in their extraordinary lives. Get ready for some real, honest conversations about life, business, and mindset, all to help you get inspired and ready to take on the world. Whether you're starting a business, growing your empire, or seeking inspiration, I welcome you to the podcast. So pour a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and get ready for today's episode of When I Grow Up. There's plenty of resources for people starting off. There's the SBDC, the SBA. You can Google how to start a business. You can read a book about starting a business. I feel like there's plenty of resources for that person just getting started. And maybe, maybe you haven't found one you liked. Maybe this podcast has helped you out. Maybe I don't know, a course I have has helped you out, but that's not who I'm talking to, to today. I distinctly remember that feeling when I had my hair salon and Wedding season was a big part of my business. And I was like, I can't do this by myself anymore. And so I started to seek out people to be a part of my team. And that's when I realized no one really talks about how to grow. And when I say grow, I mean, you're at that tipping point. You need help. What you're doing is not working. Whether it's outsourcing, hiring a contract employee, hiring a full-time employee, hiring an assistant. No one really talks through How to make that decision? What's the right fit for you? When is the right time to do it? And so we're going to have that conversation today, guys. So today's episode is all about when is it time to grow and how to do it. So a great analogy here that came to mind when I was planning out this episode is, do you remember being a kid and having those aches in like your knees and your joints, like your body, you could feel it growing I mean, growing pains do hello, anybody, anybody, I just think, I swear I get them still, but I have not grown in a long time. So maybe it's just in my head, but I, I kind of want you to think of that moment because it's so physical. so obvious. Like, of course you're growing things hurt. Like you can feel it happening. If you are honest with yourself, you probably feel the same way about your business. There's probably some signs and some aches and pains or neglect or stress. Or neglect on you that is happening, and it's because it's time to grow and what you're doing isn't working. So that's what we're going to dive into today. It's time to take a temperature check. I think it's important to know what to pay attention to because sometimes the signs are really subtle in the beginning, but if you take a step back, you zoom out, and you look at the whole picture, it actually kind of tells a story of what's going on. And so I'm going to tell you that story today of what to look for and why it matters and what to do next with that information. And hopefully this will help give you the confidence to know where to go next, where to go from here. Now I want to add like a little asterisk here. Some people have businesses and they're a one woman or one man show. They're cool with it. Like that's all they want. They, they make something creatively. They love it. They sell a product or they provide a service. It's truly something just out of passion. And they're just happy with the level of work they have now. That's fine. If That's You, that's okay. I'm not judging you. But for that person who wants to kind of go beyond what they're doing now, maybe get away from the chair, maybe get it, get away from the camera or the massage room or the one making all the product, shipping the product, doing all the social media, all the hats, maybe that person who wants to just step into more of a leadership role, this episode is dedicated to you. So we're going to kick it off with the five things to look out for when you are auditing your business that may show it's time to buy a new pair of jeans. <laughs> you know, you got some high waters going on. You got those aches in your knees and your joints and it's time to it's time to grow. So point number 1 today. You cannot keep up with demand of product of your products or your clients. What do I mean? You're having to stay late Or come in early to manage your clients. You People are reaching out to book with you and you literally can't fit them in or you're you're moving people around to squeeze them in or you are saying flat out no because you just don't have space for them and that's consistently happening. Time to grow. Same with product. Maybe you create a product and it sells out immediately and you have all these people who want to buy it but you don't have it anymore. There's a sweet spot where Maybe you have some in your business that are like that, and that's great. But if that's happening with all of your product every time, you're missing out on sales because you are at capacity. You are producing as much as you can, and the demand is still there. So your options are (laughs) to raise your prices and charge more or find a way to make more product. And that may mean you stepping away from being the one to make it and instead hiring someone to make it. And you managing that person what's scary here. And I think what kind of deters people from identifying these kind of pain points and growth is sometimes it's on you and it may mean investing some money now and having future payoff. So that high, that first hire may feel scary, but look at the numbers and really ask yourself this question. What would I do with that time? And maybe part of it is you don't know what to do with that time. Hire a coach. (laughs) Just kidding. But truly step into that CEO role. Start to think about the big picture. Start to think about making decisions quickly and leading and pouring into your people. That is an opportunity here. So yeah, step one, you can't keep up with people. You have too much demand. People, You pop up at the market. People buy your stuff. You sell out within two hours consistently. It's time to grow. You are hairstylists and people can't come in for six months. It's time to grow. And again, grow can be raising prices or hiring or outsourcing some things so you can spend more time taking care of these things. Number two, kind of same as number one, you're adding in more working days and hours. So say you had some good boundaries, you had kind of a healthy workflow going, and all of a sudden now you blink and it's Saturday and you're pouring candles or you are coming in on your day off just for that one, just that one client. But if you take a step back and you look at your calendar, you see your boundaries don't exist anymore. If that's consistently happening, it's because you need to grow. And you need to grow or you need to say no or both. But if your boundaries are slowly breaking down and you're just not able to keep up with the demand that needs to happen in your business, it's time to make some changes. And that's okay. We'll talk about some suggestions of changes to make that could be helpful. But that's a great indicator. And again, don't just look at the day, take a step back, Look, audit your last month, Maybe it was your best month ever, but you worked seven days a week. Do you really want to be working seven days a week? What's your family think? What do your friends think? How many fun things did you have to say no to? How many things did you miss out on? If you, a real humbling activity is to look at all the hours that you worked for that month and divide up the total amount of money that came in the door, aka revenue, divide it by how many hours you worked. And that is your hourly rate. Does that feel good? If you were to work a nine to five, would you make that? Okay, how about after taxes? Okay, how about after business expenses? Really ask yourself these tough questions because the answer may be maybe it's time for a price increase or maybe it's time to hire someone else so you can focus on these bigger projects or maybe it's time to cut out some services that are no longer serving you anymore. But that is a great indicator that something needs to shift in your business. Number 3. You have zero time to focus on leading your business. What do I mean by this? I I talk about CEO days all the time. All of my clients know about it. My social media probably knows about it. You guys probably know about it. I have whole episodes on this topic. And it's so important because if you're a business owner, this is what is different. This is what differentiates you from being like a contractor to being a full blown business because you get the opportunity to have dedicated time where you are not taking clients. You are not creating product. Or posting on Instagram, you are just simply looking at the big picture of your business. That is what I talk about when I talk about leading your business. You have the time and space. If you already have a team of people, and there's issues, people, the energy feels off. People are not getting along. um, People are coming in late or being disrespectful of your stuff. It's kind of on you. You're the boss. If you don't have time to check in with them and support them and nip that in the butt as it's happening. It's because you're not prioritizing it. And that's actually where you should put your priority. And I I get it. I know what happens. It's because if you are a hairstylist and you are used to, oh, I can just take a couple more clients that will help compensate the bills. This is what I know how to do. I'm, I'm the number one earner in the salon. I take the most amount of clients at the highest price point. Okay, great. But how many days are you actually not doing hair and focusing on leading your team? Zero. That's not working, sis. That's not working. That's not a team. Those are, you have independent people being their own islands, living in this bigger sea of your business. And that's fine if that's what you want. But if you want a cohesive business, you get to step away from the chair, away from that comfort and step into the leadership role your business needs. And yes, I get it. That means you don't directly make money from the salon, but here's how you do make money by pouring into those people. So they are successful. That is now how you make money is by making them be their best selves And that takes a different skill set than cutting a precision bob. Okay, sis, you can do it. You can totally do it, but it's a different energy. And that may be why it feels like it's not working. So ask yourself, honestly, how much time are you devoting each week to leading your business? And again, it's not cleaning toilets. It's not posting on Instagram. It's not cutting hair, coloring hair, going to the store. It's the big picture. Do you have mental capacity for it? Are you mapping out and planning out your goals for the next quarter? If you don't have the time and space for it, there's a reason. So it's important to address that. All right, number four, similar-ish to number three, you can't take a step back and look at that big picture. So not only do you not have time to lead your business, you don't have time to look at the big picture. Someone's asking for you to do a collab in the wintertime. And right now it's early spring, okay? And you can't even, I can't even think about that yet. Are you saying that? Is that something that's coming up where you can't even talk about a couple months down the road because you are so stressed and stuck in the now? You need to be the visionary. You need to lead. You need to look at the big picture. Maybe down the road, you want your whole team to be able to take off the time between Christmas and New Year's. You should be planning that strategy now. So that way, okay, we're going to run some promos in October to really fill up our books then. And then in January, we're also going to run some promos. All of that can be a strategy. You can take that time off. You don't have to be at the mercy of your clients. You get to set those strong boundaries and you lead by example. Your team will also appreciate that because it gives them permission to do that. You're better off. You're providing a better service because you're taking care of yourself first. And it has total ripple effects. But to do that, you have to communicate with your clients. You have to come up with a game plan and you can't just throw it together last minute. Otherwise, people will feel like you are bailing on them. And that's not fair. So Really look at that big picture and really lead in making sure all of the activities that are happening within your team are going in that direction. And if you are a one-person show and you don't have time to look at the big picture, it's also time to grow, friends. Okay, number five, you're starting to resent your business. And I I know so many people who have been in this exact position where at the core, they love what they do, but they're just so tired of clients or people DMing them or People haggling them over price, or maybe booking the wrong thing. That's I gotta say it. That's on you a little bit. Take take a day. At this point, you need space away from your business. Take a day, take a weekend if you can, and just be away. And ask yourself this question: If that little annoying facet of my business did not exist, would I still love what I do? Because for me, the truth was my. My heart had changed. I knew business coaching was calling me. I knew the hair chapter was closing. I, When I took that step back, I knew nothing I could change in the hair world would fill my cup up the same way that it had before. And that was okay. But take a step back and recognize that first. Do an audit. Is it because of social media? Uh, people, I just can't keep up with social media. We have the ability to control our reaction to things. And a lot of the time, There's pieces in your business that maybe aren't sustainable or aren't working, or maybe I I call business often a matchmaking service. Maybe the offers you have, the clients you're trying to reach on social media actually aren't the right clients for you. If they're really hard to work with, and most of the time you're kind of annoyed with them, they're not your people. And that's okay. Time to find your people. And to do that, You first have to visualize and communicate who that person is, and then as you're posting and sharing stuff, you speak directly to that person, even if that's not in your chair. Another hair example, maybe you love doing really natural looks. This was me. I was not really into the bright colors just because, frankly, I didn't want to spend six, seven hours with somebody and have ride the wave of, well, we'll see what their hair lifts to and we'll go from there. That's just not... I'm not that creative. I love just the subtlety of finding something really natural, low maintenance. That was me. So why would I post photos of doing rainbow hair? I could do it and I had some people I would do it on, but post the work you want to do. So that way, when people are looking for you and see your stuff, it's clear they self-filter if they're a fit for you or not. You can't be for everybody, so don't be for everybody. So those are the core five kind of temperature check stopping points, I encourage you to look at. And if you're resenting your business and it feels like not addressing, nothing you address is going to change that. You deep down just want to do something different, but you just feel kind of stuck, that's a different conversation and that's okay. But really ask yourself, you know, if you're getting frustrated frustrated, is it because you're working too much? Is it because clients are texting you and calling you and DMing you and emailing you and booking online. Maybe it's time to educate them and say, you know what, if you want to book, book online. I know, Tracy, I know I booked it for you last time via text. This time, I encourage you to book online. If you start to put down those boundaries, they'll respond. And that's on you. That's an opportunity for you to communicate that. So I want to dive in quickly here. Just a couple of recommendations of growth. Like what happens next? I think growth often can be reestablishing those boundaries. That could be what you actually need in your business. There's kind of the scarcity mindset where if you're not just available all the time, you miss out on business. And that's frankly just not true. And it's not sustainable because we're humans and we have to take care of ourselves too. So I encourage you to really think about all these different things and create more boundaries so that way you can be your best self and really ask yourself that. When am I my best self? Okay, if I'm behind the chair four days a week, maybe that fifth day is kind of my CEO office day. That allows me two days to rest, be with my family, do fun stuff, get the house in order. Is that enough time? Maybe you actually only want to be behind the chair three days a week. So really ask yourself, when are you your best self and create that dream schedule and boundaries to support that? And maybe you do that and you're like, oh, my gosh, people are booking like eight months out. Time to raise your prices. Maybe you've done that a couple of times. Time to hire some help. Maybe that's a virtual assistant who can do more of the admin work in your business. Maybe that's an assistant to literally hold hair for you so that way you can be more efficient and see people. Maybe that's cutting out some services that you're good at and you do, but you don't enjoy doing anymore. So really take this time to kind of dissect what's going on and come up with a solution that supports you. And it may be hiring, which may cost money today, but will help you tomorrow. So I encourage you to go through these temperature checks. I encourage you to audit what's really going on. How are you really doing? How are you really managing all these different facets? Do you really feel like you're your best self? Do you really feel like you're giving your best service to your clients and customers, or are there some things that you can change? Is your team really happy? Are you supporting your team or is it maybe time for you to take another day back from behind the chair, behind the bed, behind the camera lens and just focus solely on leading them? Maybe you have one-on-one meetings with them twice a month, if that's helpful, but Again, really recognizing that if you are ready for that next level of growth, you can't just be the producer. You also get to be the owner. And that takes a different energy and it takes time and strategy and vision. So you have to ask yourself if you're ready to step into that role. And last thing here, kind of around social media, because it's important to talk about this. This also applies to your social media. I know so many people i've talked to just say they just say oh i just need to hire someone who can do tiktoks for me or reels for me nope it's that's not going to work <laughs> that's not how it works because here's the thing you're a business okay if you're in person or a product where people have to buy the people who land on your page you want them to book or buy so what does that mean you want to attract the right people in the first place quality over quantity It does not matter how many people follow you. If I've talked to business owners who literally have tens of thousands of people who follow them and their sales do not show that. So they've learned how to go viral. They've learned how to grow their account, but they're not filled with the right people. Or maybe people are just following them because their stuff is pretty or cool to look at. We want people to take action because we're business owners. Okay, so the work comes from you, boss. The work comes from you establishing Who is that customer? Who is that client? What action do I want them to take? Do I want them to come into our spa and book an appointment? Okay, yeah. Okay, maybe I'm going to shift my focus to doing something that's trendy and reaches a lot of people to something more local and really honed into that community. Because if someone from New Jersey follows me and I'm in Washington State and they aren't coming in for a massage, that doesn't help my business. So you can see by changing that mindset around it, This is the work that's important because if you eventually do want to outsource the social media, you still have to do this foundational work. And that is the biggest missing link I see for people. And oftentimes what business owners realize is, oh, I wasn't overwhelmed with social media because it's social media. I was just overwhelmed because I didn't know what to say and I didn't know who I was talking to. And once I mapped out those two things and I set myself up for success, I actually don't mind managing our social media account because This business is my baby and I know who I'm trying to attract and I know what success means when I post something and someone books an appointment, that's success to me. So I encourage you, if you have that itch of like, I just, Kelsey, this was a great episode, you know, you're right. I'm going to hire a social media expert. I encourage you to stop and focus on this step first because it will lay the foundation for that next hire And this stems from me hiring that social media person, thinking they would be the answer to my prayers. And turns out I still had to do the work. So that meant paying someone while I was figuring this stuff out and eventually realizing that that person wasn't the right fit. It was a mess. And I encourage you to just not go through it that way. This work gets to happen regardless. This spills into the bigger picture of you being the leader, you establishing the core values of the business, the boundaries of the business for you as the owner, but also the business as a whole. And really leading, really, this is a question of leadership. And so if you are stepping into that leadership role, you go through these five steps, you're right. You're like, Kelsey, yeah, you're right. It is time for me to grow. Okay, great. How are you going to do it? How are you going to take care of yourself so you can be the best leader? Not the best hairstylist, not the best massage therapist, not the best photographer, but the best leader. So we start to fill up that cup for you so you can serve your team and your people, even if your team is a virtual assistant from across the country. That is really the level, the level up we are looking for. So I encourage you guys, go apply these things. Sit down, audit your business, take a weekend away, take some breathing room for your business and really ask yourself how you're feeling about it. Is it still in alignment? Is it still something you're passionate about or something shifted? And that's okay, but look it in the eye and make some changes. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope this was a valuable episode. Can't wait to hear what ahas you have from it. Please leave us a comment if you're listening online in the show notes. And if you like what you hear today, take some time and leave us a review on iTunes. It would mean the world to me. I read every single one and I would just love to hear from you and what little takeaways you have from this episode. So thank you and I'll catch you at the next one. And that's a wrap. Thank you for hanging out on this week's episode of When I Grow Up with your host, Kelsey, aka me. As always, I love what I do and it's because of you. Be sure to check out the website, com slash podcast for today's show notes. And don't forget to leave a review on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. That's all for now. Catch you next time on When I Grow Up.